Welcome to the Run Strong Podcast, episode 155. Hello, Rob Jones. Good morning. Morning. You wanted to say afternoon. I, I did. saw it in his lips, <laughs> but he said It's morning. still morning. Still morning. Good morning. Saved Hi. it. Saved it. Thank you. Uh, we're recording in the gym again. Yes. We like it in the gym now. Yeah. We're here. It's good to do short form podcasts in person. Do you reckon some listeners don't know that we actually work for a gym? Some people think... Some people believe that we are professional podcasters. Nah, no one believes that. <laughs> no, no, are you sure? Okay. No one believes that, but maybe some don't know. Innerfight Endurance was born out of a gym called Innerfight. We should do a history show one. We should. Coming soon. We, do you know what? We were actually talking the other day on our run about how the complexities of having such a large community. Yeah. Because when we started, or when I started, it was you, me, and Marcus. Yeah. And then Skinny turned up and then it just kind of blew up from there. It seemed like when COVID happened, it just blew up and we had more and more coaches and then more and more athletes. Yeah. Our meetings not used thing. to just be runs. Yeah. It was so much easier. It's like, when do you want to chat? Oh, okay. Remember actually we went to an all-you-can-eat breakfast <laughs> as a meeting for three hours. Right, Organics Cafe before COVID, they would do, yeah, all-you-can-eat breakfast. And that was when I'd get you guys to do Presentations. Uh, presentations on yeah. A3 sheets of paper. Wasn't that was it? it. And Skinny did one on run economy <laughs> and brought <laughs> a flip chart <laughs> and stuck it to the window of yeah. the organic cafe. Yeah. And we were eating our pancakes, <laughs> learning about run economy. That's such a good breakfast that was. Oh, we should do that again. It's not on anymore. They don't do it anymore. Oh, COVID ruined it. COVID. Yeah. Now you have to order and it gets brought over in a special individual plate. Maybe it's changed. It's just the gym used to be next door to one, didn't it? So I used to go there all the time, at least three days a week. I would get breakfast there because I could just sit there for three hours eating as much as I wanted. Just rinsing their internet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was a really good deal. There must be somewhere close by we could do that. We could do we could do podcast. We could have an audience. <laughs> a podcast from different locations around Dubai and have people come and sit and then have breakfast with us afterwards. You mean buy his breakfast? Yeah, well that's <laughs> I wonder would anyone go for that. There's a thing called Breakfast with Bob, a famous endurance show that already kinda does that. Breakfast with Bob. Anyway, um, brought to you by Hoka, mm. of course. Mate. <laughs> we <laughs> non-stop talk about the Mac 5. I can't talk about anything. I can't talk about Mac 5 again. Did you? No. So after last week's show, you dropped maybe a hint or, I don't know, a question if the Mac 5 was going to be introduced with carbon. Or you'd heard a rumour that oh, yeah. there may be a carbon Mac 5. So I went away and spent... <clears throat> best part of 30 45 minutes trying to figure no out way. if this was true i couldn't find anything nothing eh? nothing nothing no maybe i made it up you might have probably did mm. will you wait mac 5x coming to a store near you yes potentially we um don't hold me to that i actually have a gift for listeners of the show oh wow listeners of the oh, show. oh i know what it is you know what it is yeah what no nah, i can't say you i don't want to take your thunder you don't maybe you don't know what it is i do what is it what do you think it is i think it's a certain discount from a race. Correct. It is a discount for a race. So we have lots of races here and rarely do they give out discounts. I'm actually really excited. This is a good discount for this race. Wadi B, is, I think it's like 30 years old, this race now. Started off in Dibba and it was a 35K item back route for the 70. And it was really famous because used to have relay teams that would race in cars to get ahead of their runner Runners would jump out, 
you would jump in and it'd just be, it was hectic, such a good race. And they have a race now, which is in Hatta that's been there for the last few years. They have still kept their 35K solo, 35K team. I think there's a 20K and there's a 70K solo and a 70K team. Same idea, you have your teammates in the car. Quite a lot of our guys ran it last year. Anyway, the guys from Audi B have offered listeners of the show a 25% discount. That's epic. Use the code RUNSTRONG on HOPA Sports and that'll get you 25% off. We'll see you all at the race. HOPA. H-O-P-A. H-O-P-A sports.com. Go down to Waddy B. Pick your race distance. What's the date for it? Um, it's in January. Uh-oh. January. Oh, no. It's going to be the weekend of our training camp, isn't it? No, it's not. It's not. I've actually checked. We don't have anything on that weekend. We are on <coughs> January 29th. It's a Sunday. It's a Sunday. Which distance are you entering? I, well, actually, because I'm going to do Dubai Marathon. Oh, yeah. I am. It's three weeks before. So I think Perfect. 35K. Perfect. Not the 70. I'm being sensible. Up. I'll race the 35 with you. You'll race 35 with me? Yeah. It's very nice. It's actually, it's, it's marked as a trail run, but it's uh, non-technical. So it's really achievable to all. There's a really great hill, isn't there? Along the border wall. Well, Have here's, you done a, it? here's a fun fact for you. I've entered this race three years in a row <laughs> and never got to run it. Why? Oh, Achilles? No, I think it kept getting cancelled. Keeps getting oh. cancelled. Do you remember we got entries to it like three years ago? Yes. And then it rolled over and then it rolled over again. What happened last year? It was on last year. Why didn't you go last year? Probably Achilles. Heidi ran it last year, ran the 70, and my mum and her husband were over, so we went and crewed for the second lap. It was really I bet I'm still entered into it. You probably are. I got a notification for a race the other day that's now been cancelled. They were like, by the way, we're refunding you your race fee, and I didn't even know that I was in it. <laughs> and I'd entered it in... I remember when I entered it now, it was Boxing Day of 2020. <laughs> What race was it? <laughs> the uh, the mountain bike hero had to. Oh, Dubai. that one, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so now races are just giving you money. Yeah, just giving me back money. Amazing. That yeah. You weren't entered into. Well, I was, but I'd forgotten. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. Anyway, what are we talking about today? You sent me a, a WhatsApp last night with an idea for a show this week. Oh. So topical, mate. I don't know how many uh, of your clients have this at the moment, but I've got a, a large number of my stable ill uh skinny got sick last week marcus got it you had the you had the shits the week we were away yeah in kenya yeah. friday i got that 24, 24 hour hours yeah boz is sick at the moment mate it's just it's, it's flu season isn't it it's flu season and also i think everyone's immunity is down because we've all been wearing masks for the last two years oh there we go joe rogan on the show with oh, me today oh really is that what he says <laughs> No, but you're so right. Like I don't listen to Joe Rogan, it's too long. Plus here, you know, I wonder whether there's so many, you know, a lot of other factors. Right, first of all, your name is not Dr. Rob Jones and my name is not Dr. Tom Walker. So no. do not take any <laughs> medical advice from this show. <laughs> None whatsoever. This okay? is all opinion-based. Disclaimer, it's completely <laughs> opinion-based. When we do get our doctorates, we'll let you know. But for now... Assume we are not doctors. <laughs> no, I was going to say, I, I also wonder, right, how much as in the climate we're in, like we're outdoors a lot, mm. you and I, mm-hmm. but think how many people here in Dubai aren't outdoors during summer especially and no. we're with aircon and obviously aircon carries its own um, 
its own problems in terms of making the atmosphere dry. Did you know, mate, if you've got a dry mouth, you are, now here's where I'm not a doctor, but you are more likely to get sick. If you're getting dry mouth, like cotton mouth, right? That's horrible in the mic. <laughs> then uh, you're, you're actually, you're losing a barrier of immunity because your saliva, you have saliva in your mouth mm -hmm. in order to catch and take out uh, bugs from the air. Coming in, not like flying bugs, but mm -hmm. like bacteria and stuff coming in. Your saliva is there, not only to break down food and things, but also to protect your mouth from bacteria. Which is the one of the forms of entry. Yep. There so dry mouth, more likely to be getting sick. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. especially if you're a mouth breather. Which quite a lot of people are. Oh, more yeah. than you know, mate, yeah. And uh, we, we had a few weeks ago our AC fully disinfected, sanitized, and they, the guys come in, they take put cameras in they drive this little uh, robot camera down really? into the guts of the ac take videos and then do it out they put this big brush in then disinfect it with remember whenever covid first started we had that the guy with the backpack and he used to spray mm. this fog everywhere like misting fog yeah. they go and do that inside all the the ac ducts the guy <laughs> came into the living this guy's legs were just hanging out of the ducts <laughs> he was right in there spraying this thing it's really really loud um but then they send a video afterwards of how clean it is. And before and after was, before it was disgusting. Yeah. I thought, Christ, we've been blowing that into our faces yeah, yeah. all night, every night. Yeah. I was like, no wonder Hannah gets sick so often, poor girl. Yeah. Did I tell you to do that? Uh, I think so. Yeah. You said check the AC. Check your AC. I tell everyone check their AC. I, I get mine done like every six months. Yeah. But uh, here's Definitely another question. Should. How do you know that the screen they're showing you, so when the first screen they show you, is your AC, but then the second one, how do you know that's not a recording of someone else's brand new AC? Good question, because it wasn't spanking clean. Uh, okay. It looks like really old vents. The vents have been there a while. I think our villa's quite old, but it's not brand shiny new ducts for sure. It's not like the marketing say, pictures. Turn that they camera around and <laughs> drive it back towards me so you can see my face. <laughs> None of this marketing scam. That's cool. You got a robot. I didn't get a robot when they come. Yeah, mine. it was like a little, uh, like a little toy car thing they drove through. Mad. Very cool. Mad. And normally you get to get a guy with this camera phone, didn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. Where are we going with this? Sickness. Sickness. Should you train through sickness? Okay. So here's my next question to you because mm. you had it. So you 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 rarely get sick, actually. No, I don't. You're really. like a five star employee. To be Thank fair. You. Yeah. Um, but when you do, what you. You wake up, right? And you feel not great. Yeah. What's your immediate thought? Am I sick? Or am I beginning to get sick? Or am I just tired? Right. Or do you think there's a fourth one in there that's like, am I soft? No, because I don't ever think I'm soft. I just got that... that I, I don't ask myself, am I soft? I go, am I tired and don't want to do something? Mm. And so my body's going, oh, maybe think you're going to be sick, but you're not really. That, that's where I want to go with today's show is, I think, I mean, you know, how not to get sick is everywhere, right? There's no, we're not going to drop any groundbreaking, you know, information on not getting sick. Plus we're not doctors. So, but I want to talk about the mindset of getting sick, especially around training, because you've just been through it. I've just been through it. And a lot of people are going through it now. When we are getting sick, how should we now approach training in order to, yes, 
not lose fitness, although you are going to lose fitness, but in order to not go mental in, in your head that, you know, oh no, I'm losing fitness. I've got a race coming up and I'm not getting ready for it. You know, what should we really be focusing on? So I think if we can help listeners to understand, you know, what's the early signs that you might need to back off? Mm-hmm. What will actually backing off training and looking at stuff a bit more help you with in the longer term? And then if you are going to train, what should training and, and recovery strategies look like around it? So mate, when you when you get sick, so you, you have three thoughts. Am I getting sick? Am I sick? Or am I tired? Mm-hmm. Where does your mind go next? Then usually, if it's, if it's something when I wake up, I then sort of give myself an hour or so. Like normally, I walk down the stairs and I feel fantastic. <laughs> Most times, you know, have a, have a glass of water, have You've my coffee. You've got those stairs that light up as you go down, haven't <laughs> you? You're like, do, 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 I know when I get run. It used to be, you know, actually, this is slightly off topic. When I uh, my Achilles was really bad, it would be, if I can get to the corner where I do a U-turn on the stairs, it's like two 90 degree angles, bring it down to the right. If I can get to those corners and I can't feel my Achilles, it's going to be a good day. Oh, yeah. And if I get to the corner and it's stiff still, then it's a bad day. Nice. That's how I used to... Again, not really. I do not have a doctorate. That is not scientific. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But when I wake up and if I can get to have my coffee and usually I feel good when I'm having my coffee, but you know that when your head feels heavy, you feel lethargic and you have a coffee and you don't feel better Mm. from a coffee. That's when you think something else happening here. Mm. Um, Do you think, how did I sleep? You know, I don't think I ever have thought of that. Because sometimes I'll have really random night's sleep where I just wake up in cold sweat, but I feel, still feel good when I wake up. <laughs> Different kind of show being brought out <laughs> on here. One of those cold sweats. But I think normally if you're going to get sick, normally your sleep is disturbed Yeah, I, first, right? My sleep's so up and down anyway with, with having a, a toddler that sometimes sleeps and sometimes doesn't. So it's, it's hard mm. to judge from my sleep whether or not I'm, you know, I feel ill or not or whether it's just like, past couple of days Hannah slept through the night and I've woken up feeling worse than if she'd wake up in the night right it's just like holy shit we slept through the night without waking up I feel like I've been hit by a bus ah interesting I feel worse for a full night's sleep than I do if I it's fragmented at the minute wow okay so I'm sure some people can relate to that and then on the other hand for me I know like normally I'm sleeping pretty solid for like eight hours if I have woken up in the night and had a bad night's sleep then I'm already thinking why why i don't want to get you know i know now my immune system is is going to be compromised and i don't want to be getting sick or am i feeling sick already um in which case what do you then do mate do you do you look at your training ahead and go right head down get it done and worry about being sick afterwards or do you start thinking oh i might need to to change a couple of things here if i if if i know i'm sick i usually stop training or definitely remove all intensity so i decide what's what is well what is my sickness is it is it something that i can just train through but is a walk enough or can i still run or can i still do strength it it fully depends what it is if i've got a cold for example i'd be asking myself is this going to get worse if i exercise or will it prolong if i exercise um will i benefit from the exercise if i train through this or will i give it to someone else if i go and train with them Mm. Yeah, so I think the a good thing for people to 
to think about here. So if, you, if you're having symptoms such, uh, well, any symptoms that are going on below the neck, so below sore neck. throat, coughing, uh, tickly chest, maybe bad stomach, that sort of thing, then rest is best. Because something's happening in your key area of the body that that is obviously not happy. And when you're looking at um, like what's going to get you recovered properly, so re- recovery from exercise plus recovery from getting um, sick is all is all uh, is all the same. So training, absolutely one hundred percent. Again, not a doctor, but you can't out train a sickness. Mm-hmm. So it's not like. Oh, I've got a cough. I'll run it off. <laughs> right, that's the way I think of this. However, if you're focusing on nutrition, you can you can eat better to help yourself. You can certainly sleep off illness, mm-hmm. and you can lower your stress. So the first three things to think of when you when you've caught early signs of sickness is right. What am I going to do from my nutrition standpoint? How am I going to get more sleep in today? If you didn't sleep well in the in, through the night or having some extra sleep in the day is going to help you to recover quicker. And how can I lower my stress? So maybe, you know, for breakfast, make an extra, a, a green shake or have an extra green shake. Make sure you're not missing any meals because calories are going to help you to get refueled and recovered from the bug that you're fighting. Your body is now fighting something um, and, and it needs fuel for that because as humans, we burn calories as our fuel in order to function so we need that sleep is your is your body's way of shutting down and going through its maintenance phase if you like and then lowering stress because any further stress on top of the sickness you've already got is going to make you worse yeah so lowering stress so maybe work from home that day um, take a day off take a sick day if you need to um, obviously not training and just reading a book or chilling out or go sit by the pool or something like that here not not in the uk now if you're in winter but uh just lowering your overall stress there are three things that are going to actively help you to get over your sickness mm-hmm. training although if you lower intensity you are still giving the body a, a further stress that it needs to recover from that's what i was going to say your body's fighting something so you're already in a state of stress uh, bolting on more stress is detrimental yeah and it's, it's similar to like people saying oh, i go in the sauna and sweat it out or i get in the ice bath and you know i get my cold shock proteins released it's like we're too late you you've already got sick or you've already picked up symptoms so just think what anything that raises your heart rate is adding on a stress for you anything that's making you get into a you know we all know what stress feels like so cortisol goes up alertness goes up so you might even say caffeine is actually giving your body a little bit more stress hormone um that it doesn't need right now because it's trying to recover from a from sickness so i would already urge people if you are feeling like you're getting sick instead of thinking damn i had a really good training session today oh, i'll go and run 40 minutes easy instead stop and ask yourself okay is this chest down uh sorry head down in which case i now need to help my body to start to fight whatever the infection is that i'm starting to get Talk to us, mate, about the mindset when you know, Training Peaks is a brilliant tool, but it also maps out our training in a calendar and we can see everything that we're not doing mm-hmm. when we're sick. How do we? Mm-hmm. How do you approach that and how do you approach it with clients? I delete the workouts. <laughs> okay. So it's, it's, nobody likes to see red. No, actually, nobody likes to miss sessions. Actually, quite a lot of people as well 
the training isn't necessarily just the training. The training is their social time. It's where they get to meet people, where they get to spend time with friends outside of work that they have a connection with. And so if they're missing that part of their week, it's not necessarily all about the training. It is about that social element that they they really feel that is taking a hit. So they would probably rather come back to a session when they're not feeling 100% and train or do something than stay at home and recover quicker. And that might impact two or three weeks down the line. So it's it's a really tricky one. You have to be almost, you have to force yourself not to train. Yeah. Even if it's the social element you know, you're missing, then come along have a walk around the track maybe on a Tuesday or sit and watch and have a chat with people but then just bear in mind that if you're sick do you want to get other people sick Mm, yeah one for me something that always happens when I do get sick is my appetite goes like I'm never hungry the amount of water that I drink in the day goes down as well and uh, I actually pulled up a study I haven't got the title here but the, the highlight was that Obviously, when you're sick, you don't eat, you don't drink as much and because your appetite slows down and you're going to lose probably excess water from fever sweats and whatever. When you lose this weight during your period of illness, your chances for your symptoms to get worse or last longer greatly increases. So if you can, if you like, well, I'm not going to say force feed, but if you can force feed yourself uh, food and drink water, um, at all times when you're sick, it's going to greatly increase your chances of your symptoms getting worse and speed up your recovery. Yeah. And I think on that note as well, like it should go without saying, but we want to be taking on foods that are going to help us to recover. But a lot of the time people get sick, they turn to binge food, right? Mm. Um, so I find the title of that study, by the way. I, I don't know what it is where I, the body is obviously craving craving energy to recover itself, but sometimes we misunderstand um, signals, right? So we're, we're craving what we think is sugar, bad food, but actually you're craving, obviously it's still sugar, but from a, a carbohydrate perspective, from a fiber perspective. So instead of saying what you should eat, I think it's better to, easier to say that when you are sick, trying to avoid um, like very high sugar refined foods mm-hmm. and uh, like your cakes, biscuit, pastries, crisps, confectionery, um, you know, breakfast cereal. Some people love just to eat cereal when they're sick. Um, and and going for foods that are like either a fruit or vegetable mm-hmm. and things like soups. You can, you can blend soups. up like six different vegetables into a soup, right? And it's yeah. easier to drink. If you've got a sore throat, it's going to make you feel better. Easier to drink. It can be you know, warm if you want it to be. Um, and then also having a higher protein diet as well because protein not only rebuilds and repairs muscle which everyone knows about but protein also helps to keep intact and build the cells that we use for immunity so a high protein diet while you're sick well when you're training is important but especially when you're sick is also important Um, and then obviously fats carry vitamins a d e and k so you need to have remember to keep having good fats in your diet in order for you to keep delivering the nutrients into your body a lot of people go turn to vitamin c when they're sick but that's kind of you've missed the boat so you now need to be thinking okay how can i now deliver all nutrients to my body to help it get through the sickness which we should be thinking of anyway but it's easy to fall off a good diet when you're feeling well and then wish you stayed on it when you are sick and it's very easy as well 
I'm not sure why it is, but to turn to bad foods when you're sick because you're like, oh, I'm sick anyway and I'll get over it in a few days so I can, you know, I'll eat bad food to make me feel better. The water one's also interesting, mate, is although we've, we're not exercising, our body is still using up a fair amount of water. To, you turn me down then. <laughs> He's trying to drink. Your body's still using a fair amount of water to fight the illness that it's fighting. So we also need to keep drinking ideally anywhere from three up to four liters of water per day and including uh, a little bit of sodium in there as well mm. because again your body's using up uh, important minerals and vitamins to fight the bug so i always try and think now of when i'm sick i am training my body is training to fight whatever the bug is that it's caught bet you get quite excited when you're sick of see how quickly you can come back i gamify it <laughs> <laughs> I do. And and I blend, uh, I put this on my Instagram a few months ago. People are like, what are you doing? I blend pills into shakes. Really? Yeah. Now, what type of pills do you blend? Uh, like high dose turmeric, vitamin D. Okay. Uh, vitamin B, be like vitamin B drops, um, oregano oil. Uh, I don't blend fish oil because it does taste horrendous, but mm. I, I drink fish oil. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll blend, uh, all of that in with broccoli, spinach, a banana, a protein powder, and something else I chuck in there, uh, a, a digestion, uh, like pack if you like. So I just, I, I normally have one of those a day anyway, but then I start having two a day and also a massive chunk of ginger goes in as well. That just sounds quite nice. <laughs> It's all right with a big scoop of peanut butter yeah there you go yeah <laughs> make it taste good <laughs> there we go um, um but yeah i i see it as okay i'm not training today because i don't feel well but i am training because i need to fight this bug to get back to training mm -hmm. now the reason that people are so quick to start training again i think like you said it comes down to the the mentality side of things they are scared number one they're they sometimes they want to go see their friends but the people that necessarily don't train with big communities they're worried about losing the fitness the yeah. training reversibility you know use it or lose it principle yeah so i've got some uh, some stats that i can share with you taken from training peaks so uh might just read this out actually so the aerobic development and maintenance is obviously an ongoing process your vo2 max begins to decline around day 10 of no training. So you can not train, 10 days later it'll start to decline, but then it continues to decrease over time if you continue not to train. That's obvious. Um, where have we got here? There's one specifically, a study of runners showed that VO2 max dropped about 6% after four weeks of no training, 19% after nine weeks of no training, and by 11 weeks it was 20 to 25%. Um, However, the deficit caused by taking a few weeks off due to an injury, end of season illness, you can make it back up with a few weeks. And that is if you're doing absolutely nothing. Yeah. Um, then there was one study of an Olympic rower. So he took eight weeks off after Olympic Games of no rowing. It took him 20 weeks to come back to his uh, Olympic game fitness level. But that was of eight weeks off. So, I mean, a couple of days sick in bed relaxing is going to do nothing absolutely nothing however those first few sessions that you do come back are probably going to feel bad mm. 
And you're going to think that you've lost loads of fitness when you haven't. Yeah. And and you also have to remember how the, like the over, how training works is you, so what we call homeostasis is as you are now, your body is keeping everything in your temperature, your mineral vitamin, um, not deficiency, balances, like everything happening in your body right now to keep you alive and living is in homeostasis. And when we're not in homeostasis, we're either about to about to die which sounds a bit morbid um or something is about to go severely wrong so we're always fighting to get back to homeostasis and what happens with training is we we deliver acute fatigue um which then the body reacts to and then pulls you back into homeostasis and goes oh wow if that happens again we need to be ready for it so we're going to get stronger in delivering mitochondria to muscle or if you've got sick, we're going to add in more white blood cells to fight infection. So that's how vaccines work. It's also how training works. If we're already under fatigue from a bug, and then you go into, you keep trying to train, you're going to go into what we call non-functional overreaching, which is where you've almost gone too far for you to recover in like 12 to 24 hours. Mm. So what follows on from non-functional overreaching and you're much likelier to be getting sick or staying sick if you're there. So if you are sick and you're still trying to, to train, you're almost definitely gone to non-functional overreaching where you're doing your body more harm than good. You then go into overtraining syndrome, which is where your body actually needs like two or three weeks. In the most extreme cases, some people need nine to 10 months to get over overtraining syndrome um, stresses. And this is what we've seen with uh long covid mm. people get covid yeah. and then continue to try and train through it and are actually developing overtraining syndrome which is because covid started it they've defined as long covid but essentially they've had like a low-lying infection that they didn't get rid of and have continued to train and train and train and they've got themselves to such an over fatigued point that their body just starts saying right that's it no more so they have these consistent dull headaches uh, what they call brain fog. They get really out of breath when they walk upstairs, that sort of thing. So if you don't respect the fact that you are ill and take rest and understand that, okay, I'm under some acute fatigue right now and I need to recover to get back to homeostasis, which actually means that I'm going to be stronger the following week because someone else is going to walk past me with the flu and they won't be able to infect me with it because I'll have my you know, blockers in place because my body's got you over it this week. You're much in a much better position there than thinking, oh, I'm going to keep training through this. And then in another two weeks time, you've still got a cough because you've not actually let the body fight mm-hmm. the fatigue that it was under and you're back to feeling good again. It's like, it's like if you train a hard session and <clears throat> then try and train another hard session the following day and you're not fully recovered, you can't give your top performance, right? Because you're still recovering. Yeah. But it's just the same just with illness. Exactly the same. So trying to see it as being under, you're still training. You're just not training a physical physical activity. Yeah. (laughs) You're training immunity. Yeah. I was thinking as well, there's there's quite a lot of people that are are new to the sport of, especially triathlon, like swim, bike and run. Mm. And for some people, learning to swim is, is huge but it's a skill that once you've learned it you don't really forget it so a few days off you're not going to forget how to swim you might lose a bit of strength you might lose a bit of endurance you might lose a bit of mobility but your body is going to remember how to do that skill when you return yeah so like i say coming back might feel a bit weird you might feel that like you've lost a bit of your fitness and that's okay but 
you still have the skills to execute that task. Same with bike and run, right? Yeah. Here's something else as well, interesting. When you're new to endurance sport, you're actually quite, uh, you're above a moderate risk of getting sick. Mm-hmm. And don't know the exact reasons why, but there is a study on it of uh, infection uh, linked to exercise workload. So if you're quite new to, to the endurance sport, you are a, at a moderate to high risk of of picking up some infection, likely just because you are doing, you know, you're putting on a stress on your body that is more than it's been used to. Once you get into like a moderate load of endurance training, you're, you actually get become more immune. Your immunity goes up. So you've got less chance of getting sick. You're, you're fit, you're well, you fight things off. Um, and obviously your cardiorespiratory system is strong. So you pick up less uh, infections. But when you then start going up higher, into higher training loads, um, especially more towards like the elite level, your chances of getting sick go up even more again. And that's because when you're in that higher bracket, you are putting again more load on the body, more acute fatigue, functional overtraining, so that your body is recovering from the training. It can't recover from both the training and getting sick because you're working on a knife edge of Mm. the amount of training load you can do before you're going into non-functional overtraining. You're trying to stay just the right side of that on the left-hand side in functional overtraining. So if you're new to the sport, expect to get a little bit sick here and there. If you've been training for a while and and you're doing it well in terms of looking after your health, not training, not overtraining, um, but training enough that you're as I said, you're, you're in a healthy place with your blood markers, which you can go and get checked from a doctor, um, with your cardiorespiratory markers, with your heart ECGs, then you are at less chance of getting sick. But once you start maybe six weeks out from a marathon mm-hmm. or building up to an Ironman and training loads start to go up, so let's say more than sort of 10, 15% of what you're used to in your average week, suddenly you're at a more risk of getting sick again. So it's even more important that you identify early and understand when you do start to feel it, you back right off because you need to get back up to those higher training loads and you definitely won't be able to if you keep reoccurringly get sick. I think that highlights the importance of a, a slight deload week before then you hit your <laughs> your big weeks. Consistent deload weeks, mate, yeah. So this is another another topic, well, another point I had to, to talk about is your is your training plan. If you are consistently getting sick, so let's say you're getting sick more than three, four times in a year, mm-hmm. then something in your training, or we're talking from a training standpoint, but something in your training has to change because it's not balancing up with life and life stress. And this podcast is talking to, you know, Every, everyday athletes, everyday athletes. Yeah. So, you know, is whatever the reason, if you, if you're training too much, plus you're doing, plus you're working full time, plus you're trying to spend time with your kids plus you're trying to you know, keep family happy, something has to change and you can't get rid of your kids. <laughs> you can't not work uh, and you don't want an unhappy family. So the training is the one that needs to, to change. Mm-hmm. And, and we just talked about this in our coaches meeting is if you do all of our community sessions in the week, you are getting cooked on a daily basis. 100%. And so not many of our athletes do all sessions in the week because by the time they get to the weekend, they need a bloody holiday. But it is good if, if you can't train on the weekend, you can have a really good week. And that weekend is there as a, a deload, as a, as a reload, if you like. Um, on the other hand, if your weekends are sacred to you from a training perspective, then taking the week a little bit easier 
is a is a smart move. If you're trying to do everything and you are getting sick regularly, you can take all the vitamin C in the world. It's not going to change. You need to remove some stress, mm -hmm. which, as I said, you can't remove family and full-time work because that's what pays the bills and what keeps you happy. So the training needs to be adjusted. Yeah. And I mean, either that means you don't, you cut out an intense session from the week and take it as maybe a really low intense session or an additional rest day, or you won't be able to perform to the paces of the numbers that you want to hit in all of those sessions. So, you know, the classic, your speed session won't be fast enough. And then you'll probably then make up for that in your aerobic session. You go, oh, because I didn't push too hard there. I feel good. And your aerobic session will then probably be too quick. So mm. you'll be training in the sort of mid zone all the way through the week. Yeah. Losing loads of potential gains. Yeah, exactly. What else should we cover, mate, that we're not qualified to cover? <laughs> I think that's it. I think we, I don't think there's anything there that's... No, I think the clear message is once you start feeling like you're getting sick, stop trying to train through it. Don't get annoyed. Everyone no. gets sick. I yeah. think that's another key point, right? We're humans. And once you're sick, getting annoyed about being sick is only going to make you worse because stress is a huge point to sickness. This is why we have immune systems. Mm. We're designed to get sick and designed to get better. So... Look at it as a game. What can you, how many vitamins can you fit into a shake? <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't say that, but... Yeah, you rattle when you walk. Like, look at it from a nutrition aspect. How can you make your nutrition 1% better that day to help you to recover from the, mm -hmm. the sickness? You know, yeah. can you learn a new recipe that's going to help you to recover from the sickness? Can you eat a little bit more protein in your diet? Can you understand that now you're fighting a bug that is training? So keep treating your body, you know, give your body what it needs to fight it rather than almost punishing your body for being sick by giving it junk food and bad food that's going to make you feel worse actually in the long run. Like, okay, eating a chocolate bar when you're sick might help you short term feel mm -hmm. better, but it's not actually doing anything for you in the long run. This happens when you're, when you have poor sleep as well, you generally make poor nutritional choices. Yeah. 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 So, that's, that's really true. Yeah. And you're more likely to go to more coffee and, and have then, increase your caffeine which again stops you from going being able to go into a rest and digest nervous system standpoint where your body is actually going to be recouping and and working on its maintenance so coffee gives you the fight or flight adrenaline hormone release cortisol adrenaline which is great when you've got work to do and you've got training to do and you're in a good place in order that you can recover after it but if you're taking on loads of coffee when you are sick your body's never getting a chance to go back into its rest and digest until it tells you right enough's enough we're going there and then you're full blown sick, you know, in bed, bed bound. The body always wins. 100%. Good. I think that's plenty. 40 minutes. 40 minutes. Done and dusted. Do you so have any more medical questions? RJ at <laughs> innerfight.com. I wish I could print a doctor on the, on the got internet. got a diploma from one of those markets in Asia. You can go to and get your diploma hung on the wall. <laughs> Dr. Jones. <laughs> I've done a first aid course. Yeah. It's good. to do. It's all good. Um, Good. Guys, if you want a wellness PDF resource, mm -hmm. give us an email, twinnerfight.com, and I will send it to you for absolutely free. Perfect. You can have it on me. Um, mate, tell us your code for what it be again. That's a great discount. Run strong. Run strong. All capitals. At hopersports.com. Hopersports. Head yep. there. What do you be? Any race distance? It's, yeah, it's any race distance. It could be, you could use it for teams. You could use it for individual. Wow. 
So a 25% off a team entry would save you about 50 quid, actually, I what think. And 25, 25% off the individual entry I had a look this morning uh, would take it down to about 150 dirhams. Absolute bargain. If you're at the Dubai uh, run on Sunday, we will see you there. Dubai oh, yes. Shikside Road run. We will be there. Stick your hand out. Stick give us a out. high five. Did we do this before? Sanitize your hands first, please, and then give me a high five. Do you know, when do we say this? If you're out and see us run, yeah. shout, I listened to the podcast, or something, something weird, like and somebody actually something did it. stupid. <laughs> One of our listeners. Um, excellent. Listener. That's it, mate. Good. Thanks for listening. If you are sick, rest. And we'll if you're not week. sick, see you Sunday. Yeah. Take care. <laughs>